the Living Sober Podcast, episode two, season two. It's your host, Phil P. So many cool things happen in recovery. Uh, the gifts, the gifts. When I was young, you know, I've always want, wanted to be uh, rich, famous, and for everybody to like me. I, I had those aspirational goals as a kid. And uh, when I went to rehab, they said, you know, what do you want out of recovery? You know, what, what, what do you want this to be? And uh, I said rich, famous, and for everybody to like me. Because I still base a lot of my happiness and success on material BS. And those people said, well, you can have all of that. You just can't drink no matter what. You have to put your recovery or your recovery first and you'll be have be able to have all of that and then some. Living sober. Yeah, the gifts, the gifts of sobriety. Living Sober Podcast, the Living Sober Podcast. I'm your host, Phil P. Hey, thanks everybody for liking and subscribing and and really supporting the pod. It's a micro 15-minute podcast every week. I'm taking a deep dive into into my psyche, into recovery, and what and what it's like being a sober, a sober human <laughs> dealing with, with everything. I'm not the poster child of emotional sobriety. I'm not a spiritual giant. I mentioned that I have come to redefine what success looks like to me. I do appreciate and love the cash and prizes that come when you stop wasting money, you know, on alcohol and drugs and debauchery and decadence. And all of a sudden, like the cash flow gets better you get the better job you get the better house you get the better car and and all the material and everything all the shiny things i remember when when i first sobered up man and I, and i had cash in my pocket i had arrested development so i must admit i was 40 years old and i still was dressing like uh, a member of uh, the wu-tang clan from 1995 or something uh, red man and method man. I had to buy a bunch of ch- jeans and gold chains and jackets. And I look at some uh, some of my early recovery stuff and it definitely was <laughs> not a good look. I had to grow up. I didn't have that emotional, emotional uh, sobriety. And I picked up right where I left off. I was sober, but I knew immediately that I had to have the the better everything. And I didn't realize that that kind of takes time and I, I was happy to get all that cool stuff but it was all for naught because I still had a lot of pain I'm talking about the God-sized hole that was still there even though I had the cash and prizes I wasn't uh, sober emotionally enough to really appreciate those things I was just filling and filling and filling and buying and buying and buying and and eating and eating and eating and and every wormhole that you can imagine and Today, the gift is the perspective. Again, shout out to the material BS. I have a list of like the top three things that come from being sober. Like number one at the top of the list, cash flow. 
man, I didn't realize how much money I was spending on on drugs and alcohol until you look up six months. Like, man, I could have buy it, put a down payment on a, on a car. Uh, the second thing is is going to be no hangovers. I'm one of these upon awakening, swearing off with the solemn oath, dry heaves, the whole deal, calling out sick, the whole deal. And the third and final, and this is actually my favorite, the best part of being sober and the biggest gift is the perspective shift. The fact that I'm able to see life through the lens of, you know, of, of an alcoholic, a sober alcoholic, because I'm still a drunk, you guys. I'm still an alky. I'm still an addict. I just don't drink or do any mind altering drugs today. But I've done so much stuff, man, inside and outside of, of recovery from mental health pros, physical health, exercise, spirituality. All of these things have given me like a new lens and outlook on life. Again, I don't want to uh, downgrade the fact that my life is awesome today, but I don't care about that stuff because it can come and go. But because I have the perspective, because I have the mental and physical health, I see that the gift of, of sobriety really comes from all of the internal, internal, not the external, living sober. So yeah, I had the cash and the prizes, all the cool stuff that comes with with getting and staying and being sober. But I, I want to know or trying to figure out like when that real gift, the, the perspective, I talk about seeing the, the world through the eyes of a sober, recovering or recovered alcoholic and addict. This is Phil P. This is the Living Sober Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. One of the hardest things that I had to do early on was to look at my part. I got with people that had recovered. They had took all the suggestions. And the first thing I had to do was kind of get into forgiveness, right? Forgiveness is in my best interest. So I had to look at, at my part in, in, in every situation. I had to get into acceptance that the past happened, it's the past, and I had to stop kind of holding on to like the drama. And it started with like mom and dad. I had so much love and still have so much love for my parents, but I, I was definitely mad at mom and dad. Mom, because she was like a church person and she forced me to go to church. So that created some of the animus I had towards like religion and spirituality. And for my pops, it was like I just thought I was so much of a failure in his eyes and or a disappointment. So I could never live up to those things. And I, I didn't know which way to turn. So when I come into recovery and it's like you got to make the list and who is at the top? Mom and dad. All right. My part in being able to forgive was, look, mom and dad do the best they can. And I know I've talked about this a little bit and. Uh, mom and dad, they, they're loving the pod. They're loving that their, their son Phil is out here as a sober, a sober uh, person spreading, you know, spreading a message of hope. But that's the first deal that I could let go of 
any animus that I might have towards my, my parents. And we can go on and on and do 50 episodes about parental uh, trauma and all of that stuff. But it's the first and most important deal. I don't walk around with that weight. And the same goes for the man, the tax the, the, the tax man, the, the child support office, the student loans, the ex-girlfriends. I've learned to see my part and, and forgive that. And just having that weight off is an, an extremely rare gift. And I don't think people inside or, or outside of recovery maybe, maybe realize that holding on to so much and being able to let go and not being tied down to the past, that is a, a special, special gift that I think only comes from having that like spiritual psychic change. It's a priceless gift, living sober. and prizes, the rewards that come with, uh, with being sober. I had uh, the opportunity to buy my first brand new car, one year sober. My gift to myself was to buy a brand new Chevy. I was so, so happy that I was able to, I was driving around Texas for six summers with no AC because I would rather be in the parking lot of the gas station getting two tall boys of malt liquor than like saving money for a down payment on a new car or, or or anything nice for myself for that matter so i got the brand new chevy and less than a week i get rear-ended boom at a, at a stop at a, at a stoplight and some some lady rear-ends me and i swear you guys i must have cried about that for about I'd say until it got fixed brand new. <laughs> so it was about two or three weeks that uh, anybody that was around me, all they could suffer through was me kind of crying and bitching about how my brand new car got rear ended. It wasn't totaled. It was no major damage, but I had worked so hard and I had spent my money and I barely had it a week and it had already been rear ended. I almost drank over that, you guys. I cried so much and any, to anybody that would listen. So finally, somebody that cared said, Phil, pull your head out of your ass, man. It's just a car. It's material BS. And hey, I admit, I base and this is what i said i base my happiness and my success on material bs that's just the way i am because i come from a a, a place where you know you, you, it's cool to have nice things like that's the status symbol that shows you've made it when you have like the material success it's so empty so shallow but that's just the, the way i roll and when that person told me, like, it's just a car fill, get over yourself, I said, man, damn, you know, maybe, maybe you're right. So from that moment on, and I was at a, a little over a year sober, I had that, I had a, a perspective shift right there. And that's sort of when the lens started and the cloud started to unfog over, over the way I saw the world. That, yeah, it was just material. Why you, you know, why, why you care so much? Why are you going to let that jeopardize your happiness and, or even your recovery? I talked a little bit here about how I was sickly, sickly, sickly in the morning. Oh, upon awakening, I, I'm the type of drunk, 
you know, I'll go to happy hour uh, with the coworkers and, you know, I got, I'm calling out the next day because I probably had 20 uh, drinks too many or something. And I had, oh man, such the, such the hangover. I was uh, not one to visit the doctor regularly, go to the dentist regularly, regular checkup, take my vitamins, get vitamin D. That wasn't even on my radar when I uh, first, first sobered up. And thanks to putting a plug in the jug, you know, I started going to the dentist twice a year, going for regular checkups, going to see specialists, mental health pros, uh, the, the orthopedic uh, guy about my knees. I mean, using up all the benefits. I was blessed to have great insurance, you know, enough to send me to the fancy rehab down at, down in Florida. But I had never really taken the time and, and a long time to get to the dentist unless like my teeth were falling out. I didn't get to the doctor unless the pain was like so excruciating that I couldn't take no more. I mean, it's a gift to be able to have my health, uh, to have insurance to support and take care of my health, but also to have that on the radar. You know, I'm a black man, y'all. You know, I got the black man problems, you know, the sugar. I got the, the watch out the cholesterol. I got to watch out for the high blood pressure. And I, said this early on, and this was before I was really into the material. Life was good. I was happy. I was sober, but I didn't want to get sober and then stroke out. I didn't want to get sober and then have a heart attack or get diabetes or my cholesterol was through the roof and I'm taking 50 uh, medications for it. So my perspective shift through the lens of, of the gifts and gratitude of the program is that I care about my health and I, and I, and I want to live here uh, for a long time. I have a lot to a lot that I still want to do. And thanks to this uh, gift, this gift of, of perspective that I'm able to do it, living sober. <laughs>